Hello and welcome in another podcast. This week we can't lose because there's an international break. Yeah, well England have won, aren't they? Well England have won, Harry Kane, superstar Harry Kane, you've been talking about him as if he's God. The new Palais, a penalty and a tap-in. That's a tough, tough group, isn't Well, it? tough group, Kosovo second, you know, didn't know they had a football team with <laughs> little Ben Jarney, who's a hotel manager. Yeah, so we're, we're going to try and entertain you with some talk from the past and we're going to talk about how the players have gone on in international duty. We're going to try and entertain you with some stuff like that. So enjoy. I'm Ian from Scholar Green and as always I'm joined by... Mark from Stuttgart. I thought it was Dortmund. Anyway, <laughs> it'd be better if it was done. <laughs> Lovely ground. <laughs> Nothing's really happened in that point, has it? No, no specialty, no goals or great. Or oh, international players are wearing thin a bit now. I know, they used to be brilliant once. Remember the excitement when uh, Ryan got in the England team? Oh, I know, yeah. And then what happened? No, it didn't go well, did it? Oh, I know, yeah. It was like when Jack first started getting in there and then got that first cap once and then did his foot. And yeah, I think Ryan got embarrassed a lot, though, didn't he, when he was? I think, I, I still think there was, I mean, Stephen Culker got five caps and look where he is. Is, is he still at Ross County in Scotland? I don't, I don't know. Swansea signed him for about 10 million. No, no, they, would, they had him on loan, didn't they? Yeah, but didn't they have him permanent for a year and all? I thought that was Cardiff. Look, Cardiff, Cardiff paid ten million. Yeah, I know it's a lot of money. Yeah, someone, someone did. Uh, you know, I can remember the international. I can remember how excited it was when Sammy Bangori played for Guinea in the African Cup of Nation, and I was like, "Oh my God, Stoke! The Stoke players <laughs> going to be playing in a tournament. I can't believe this." Well, the thing is, it the Irish sort of. Oh well, the Irish con- contingent. Yeah, Walters, yeah. Wheeler, Wheeler. Uh, Wilson played there for a bit. Yeah. Walters scored goals as well for Ireland. Yeah, he did. Regular, was, he was good player, wasn't he, Johnny Walters? Yeah. I like his story came out this week. What shared on the Potters? Yeah. And he still don't know who the player is. He hasn't he told anybody who no. the player is, is he? No. I've got a feeling he's Pennant. Yeah. Sounds like. <laughs> Pennant, <doesn't it? laughs> but he was, what was he say? He was that drunk. He fell through the window and smashed yeah. all the window up. I love how Kevin got the blame for uh, the pig's head as well. Well, well, he did, didn't he? He yeah. threw the. No, it was Whelan who got the blame, wasn't he? It, yeah, because he, he put it in the wrong locker. But it was Ken. It was Kenwood's locker. Yeah. He threw a, he threw a pig's head through Glen Whelan's car because he was the practical joke and it was nothing doing him. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like I say, he must have been a right laugh being a Stoke player back then. Yeah. And he could he could see that Walters when he was telling the story he was there simply going, just don't tell the manager, just don't tell the manager. This lad could be dead. <laughs> it's like just don't tell the manager. <laughs> well, why? Because we can get another night out. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't, if the manager doesn't find out. It just proves um, I morale was back then as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, we're missing them days a lot, really, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, we've got a group of individuals, really, haven't we, at the moment? I just don't think we've got a group of anything, really. I think we've <laughs> I think we've just got a group of people. Misfits. Yeah, just, just a group of people. I don't think there's any quality there like there was then. And I mean, before we bought average players, under Peelers we bought average players, like Richard Creswell and... You know, Salif Jow, uh, Mamadi Sidibe, and all these players weren't magnificent players, but my God, they could come together well when people just put them together. The well, I mean, the thing is, I noticed earlier this week um, on one of the pages saying, What's your favourite 11 in the last decade? And what a lot of people, if you look through, there's only um, that was signed after Pulis on that list. Well, yeah, so we'll go into that, we'll talk about that as it's. Uh, International week and there's been no football. We'll talk about who's eleven would be. Well, 
We'll start with the keeper. Um, Not just your Premier League years, we're going for your all-time team now. Are we talking about as long as we've been alive? As long as we've been alive, yeah. So you put together your team and we'll go bit by bit. So, yeah, you start with who you think. So start obviously with goalkeeper, yours and then we'll go from there. Um, and it's a good thing, so I'll put the question out to the people on the partners to put their team out as well. We will do the same thing. I won't. The thing is, from what I can see from other people, I don't want to be, because they're the same sort of names, aren't they? People pick, seem pick the same team. They won't be in mine, guarantee yeah. that. I mean, if people have listened to the Why, 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 which is, like we said before, if you listen, if you get on it, it's, it's a really good pod. If you've got, if, I think you should go on that. Yeah. Get, get your team put out there. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because it, over the past sort of 12 years, people are always going to pick that team, aren't they? Because of, like I say, that just the fact that we've had it was such a good time yeah, but we, we, we're a game before 12 years a lot we yeah, yeah, 20, 20 odd years definitely since I've been going so um, I've got a confident list I, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna go with a modern goalkeeper oh, and yeah. Begovic ask me only because it, 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 there was a point where every time we were under the cosh he used to pull out some absolute worldies for us he did. He, he was so, at one point. He was so consistent for us, um, and it, I think the only reason I picked him over Jack is the fact that he's not having a great time and hasn't done for a bit, has he? No, I mean uh, to be fair, Ashby Begovic was my goalkeeper as well, and it was a tough one because I kind of remember bits of Peter Fox, even though it was the end of his career when I was young and started going. Yeah, I'm not obviously. I'm obviously not going to put Neville Southall or Bruce Grobelar in. And he, You're not seeing the best of them, were you? But I tell you, another good keeper I was rated was Neil Cutley. Yeah. I thought he was a really good keeper, Cutley. Yeah. Uh, Sorensen as well, obviously. Got to Simpson, Tommy Sorensen. Was good oh, Simpson was good. It's just crosses and anything over his head. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of it as well. He, he jumping to the Prem was a big step up for Simmer, wasn't it? Really? Well, he, he was. He lost his place before that, though, didn't mm. he? To Nashi, Carlo Nash. He had a great game at Tottenham though that year, didn't he? That was his only Premier League start for us, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he had an absolute blinder that day. <laughs> yeah, see, centre halves now. There's quite a few I could pick. I, I, I get loved, I love Michael Dubriard at the time. <laughs> Dubs, yeah. yeah. Dubs was a good player, yeah. Because he was, he was that no-nonsense defender, wasn't he? He had a bit of skill about him, yeah. He yeah. was a good passer of the ball, Dubs was. He was a good he was a good centre, he was a bit of an all-rounder. Even though he was a big guy, because he was never slim, was he? But no. he, he was good on the ball. Yeah. You, could, you could tell that he'd had a big history in the Premier League before he came to Stoke. I'm going to throw... I'm going to watch this. I'm going to go Dubes, but... See, you need somebody alongside. Are we picking it as in if you were going to start the team or just... Well, I, I picked mine on, on the best team I pick, uh, could have picked, who I liked the most. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like I went with, obviously, a 4-4-2... Uh, Beggar was in goal because the reason I picked Begovic wasn't just because of this or that he was I can't remember him making a mistake yeah. that's the biggest reason why I put Beggar in goal because I, ca I can't for a long time I, I can't remember him making a mistake also he scored a goal and I, I think he was a very good keeper I think he was underrated at Chelsea because I think Czech was failing in, in falling away because of his age and I think Beggar should have been number one at Chelsea I did yeah. well he was in and out at Portsmouth because James was still there wasn't he at the time well we tried to sign James 
That could have been a disaster. <laughs> but well, imagine it, he was thirty six or seven at the time when Stoke were looking at him. Yeah. And then we decided against it and just by spot luck, I think an agent said, Why don't you take Begovic? This young keeper yeah. that's doing well on loan. He probably he probably gave us 18, 19 points a season. He kept us in the league, yeah, really. Because yeah, let's be honest, as soon as he left, look what happened to the club as well. I mean, everyone goes on about Stephen Zonzi, but was it losing Bego as well? Yeah. Um, so you've got to Doobry. It's a toss up, really, between. Clintill. <laughs> it's, it, uh, it is a toss up between Ethan Shawcross, really. It is, really. Because. It, I mean, you've got to remember with Uth, it wasn't just defending. He was scoring a lot of goals at one point. Yeah, for he us did, once yeah. he, Ryan did in the early days. But you yeah, could put, who's it in that bracket? Because at championship level, Leon Court played well for us. But yeah. when we come up, it was like oh, yeah, the biggest he, step up. He, he's, like, <laughs> he's like the biggest step of all time. Like, that, that step for him was like climbing Everest. Yeah, it's <laughs> like coming from the National League <laughs> to the Oh my league. God, these are quick. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Nicholson Alcum, oh, he tore him apart. Yeah, because he, he started the first few games in the Prem, Court did, because he was a good player for us, Leon Court, he, 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 was, he was there for about three years, I think, and was a regular, I think he took over as captain, but I can't remember now, it was a long time ago. Did you know he looked so small in the Prem as well? As I know, yeah, he was a tall bloke, he was yeah. like six foot five or yeah. six foot six, he was a tall bloke. So yeah, that's your game with Dooms and Courty. <sighs> yeah. Is your greatest ever defence, Leon Court Michael Dooms? <laughs> <laughs> the, tr- the trouble is, it's, yeah. it, it is hard to, to trap. I mean, you can trap that with a few. I mean, the thing is, like going forward. I mean, you can't really get away from like Steen and Sharon, really, can you? Oh yeah, because of the goals. That's the thing. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. No, <laughs> you've got an entire team picked yeah. at that point. Do you know me? I'm just like over elaborating a little bit on who I'm picking people. Well, come on now. Just put Danny Collins at left. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have Danny Collins at left. Back right, so you got Danny Collins at left. No, back. don't do that. Well, like, you've got Danny Collins, Leon Court, Michael Dewey. They were on Tuesday at left back, and people will probably slate me for this, but I remember him playing there, and I thought he was meant. Who? Uh, Abdullah. Abdullah Fight left back. Yeah, he played. He played about three or four months at, at left back because um, he was injured. Someone was injured, and you know, even though he had no legs, he was meant absolutely meant because we didn't play like we play now with these wing wing backs who can't defend. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> we played a solid back four. Yeah, yeah and that it was, was a solid it. back and, four then. Yeah. And the thing is, at the time, he, all he did is sit in. Didn't get forward. Well, I've got, I've got to be honest, you, you've shot me so far. I mean, I can't believe you put Leon Court in. But <laughs> Leon Court in. You, you, just said, you just said you put Leon no, Court on Saturday. <laughs> no, I said he, he could put Leon Court in, couldn't no. he? No. <laughs> Not the all time favourite team. No. You've been going 20 odd years. Um, what about Walshide? You loved him. <laughs> what, Mimi? Do you do? Right, because you're struggling with centre backs, aren't you? So I'll do with mine. You do yours, yeah. Right, so my back line was Shawcross at the back, centre back. Because, yeah. like I've said before, many a time, he's the best defender I've seen at Stoke. Most loyal defender as well. Been, you know, in our back line now for nearly 10 years, well, over 10 years now, he's been in our back line. An incredible defender. In his day, one of the best tacklers I've ever seen at Stoke. 
alongside him was Sergei Stanik. And Sergei Stanik beats Hoof because he was such a brick wall. Yeah. You couldn't get round him. And he scored goals as well. He was he loved the club place as well, he loved Stoke. I think he only did two years. But his wife never settled and he wasn't doing well with the language, so he moved back abroad. Well, we do talk about strange on Stoke, don't we? <laughs> well, gay up duck eight. Imagine the man being from <laughs> I think yeah. he, if he, he's either from Ukraine or Belarus, but I'm not too sure where he was from. At left back, I went with, of Hopkins. course, Carl Hufkins, because he's probably the most classy yeah, swing back we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, great on the ball, take a penalty, take a free kick, used to take his corners as well. Easily the most creative, even though he only had one really good season because Pulis never liked him. I still, to this day, think he's the best wing back we've ever had. Apart from when you go back, obviously, back, back, back. But yeah. I, I didn't see them players. I didn't see, you know, Bernard and, and Pedrick, so I, I can't go back to them. But that season, I, I've, I, for the first time, I was proud to see a player with such flair at Stoke. The trouble when, is, though, when, since, since Carl was there, it's as stupid as it is even when we first come up that position has still been a problem from when we first went up to now oh yeah it's still still never ever really solved it because Wilco played there didn't he and he was alright wasn't he Wilco he put put some miles in for Stoke didn't he but well I mean I I always liked uh, Wilco he was but there was no quality in Wilco, he was just a, a tough tackle. I was terrified he was going back. to take someone's head off at yeah, the yeah. given moments, that's the thing. Oh, well, he was, he was Belarusian, I knew he was right. Yeah. He was from Belarus. And then uh, shot him, then shot him come in and you're thinking, well, this isn't getting any easier this position, is it? Well, no, well, shot him was just another um, Glenn, Glenn Johnson and Maurice Bowie. Plenty going forward, but nothing at the back. Yeah. I mean, how Pulis has turned him into a centre-back from what we saw at Stoke, I have no idea. No. But he's actually becoming quite steady defender now. But he's yeah. done that before and he's backfired. I remember when he put Wilson at centre-back against Liverpool. Oh, yeah, Wilson was never Wilson a centre-back. Like <laughs> yeah, he, he was never a centre-back, Mark Wilson. <laughs> He was never a left back, really. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's like this is why Pulis does well under under the coach family because you can get signings wrong and he'll make the best out of them. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll look at him and go, "Well, you're left footed, you can defend." Well, I know you're a goalkeeper, but we'll put you up front. <laughs> Basically, that's what that's what he does. And and when you look at like the modern manager, they, they don't work like Pulis does. They aren't old school like him. Yeah. So you know, if they get a player that doesn't suit them, they drop them. Yeah. Whereas he'd go, right, I'll, I'll play you here actually, or I'll play you higher up, or, and that's what he was good at. But for me, like I say, Carl Hufkins was probably the most complete right wing back I think I've ever seen. We're crying out for a Hufkins now, absolutely crying oh, out God, for him. Yeah. But they're not, they're not, they're not, what's it, they're not everywhere, you can't find them sort of players just offhand. Plus, I don't know, is there, is there anybody out there similar to him now? Well, yeah, there's plenty similar to him now, isn't there? What's his name? It's, um, I think, to be honest, I think Carl Hifkins was quite unlucky that he played at a lower level in the Championship. I think he was well... In, it's a shame because I think he was 10 years too early. Yeah. If he was now, he'd be a top player in the world now, Carl Hifkins, because of his skill on the ball. He never missed a penalty. Great free-kick taker. Good good at taking corners. He was, he, was, he was so quick as well. For a, He was a good player, really good player. He could defend okay and all. Yeah. Uh, me right back, 
I put a Cornifkins there because I can't think of a decent left back. I've been going for 20 odd years and I can't think of a single good left back we've had. Which is pretty sad really. It's pretty sad that I, we, I've been going stoke for 20 odd years and we've never had a good left back. Mm. Just switch and put Griff there. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's what we did for three yeah. years, didn't we? We put Griff in there, he was a right back. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always been a major problem. He was Stoke. another dangerous player when he was on, when the, the other team were attacking. Yeah, he, he, was, he never knew what he was going to do. Yeah, he was, he was good for Stoke though, Griffin was. He was good playing. Yeah, he's a good servant once. The uh, right back was Wayne Thomas. Yeah. What a player he was. First stint under Tony Peel, who was the best player in Stoke, without a question. Absolutely fantastic defender. A bit of a Royals Royce defender. I can remember when we played Arsenal in the FA Cup at Ivory and he scored that goal and I thought we were gonna I thought we were gonna beat him. <laughs> he just took that chance away and I thought, oh my god, Wayne Thomas, what a god. And it amazes we... me. I tell you what amazes me, I mean, I'm just looking through some of the, the, the fans, what what the teams are picking. So many have picked Peters at left back. Because there's no one else. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, under Arnie, they did all right together, didn't they? They, they had a good click, them two, but... Yeah. Is it is your best 11 last 10 years? Oh, is that just the last 10 years? That, yeah, it's the last 10 years. You can do it on... I think it's on the central page, you can do it. Um, but, I mean... Bojan, I mean, he had six months, decent, and that was it, really, wasn't oh, it? Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah, so have you decided yet who you're picking? What for? For your ultimate team. Where? What position? The defence you've only got Doobie at the moment and Danny Collin. What <laughs> Danny Collin to send was Ooth. Uh, <laughs> I want Ooth because he's goal scoring. Ooth and Doobie, so you're not yeah. playing a legendary right. I, I wanted Hopkins, I agreed with you on Hopkins. And Abdullah, that's what I'm saying. Abdullah left back, so yeah. no Ryan. No. Ah, oh, fair enough. Back's right. gone, and it's class back. No, he's, he's a legendary <laughs> player. If you wanted for sure, Cross, Ooth wouldn't have been as good. But, er. Uh, this is the hardest one now. We st- I, see, I, I'm still thinking about four four two as well. Well, I'm playing four four two. My central midfield goes without saying. Probably the best player I've seen in a, as a central midfielder, James James O'Connor. Yeah. Give me my greatest ever moments as well at Ninian Park when I thought we were out. We were staying in the second division. Popped up in the ninety odd minute and put an absolute beauty in the bottom corner. And I'll tell you what, he was the most hard-working player I think I've ever seen. He used to go off the pitch covered in sweat. He, yeah. he used to breathe in each stoke he did. And he breathed in that football as well. And he might not have been the most, didn't have the most, you know, quality or out like that. Yeah. But I tell you what, if he went for James O'Connor, we wouldn't have got promoted that season. Yeah, he's, he's out of question. Yeah. So for me, you've got to remember that that year... When James O'Connor stepped up, I lost two of my heroes. Peter Fawn had gone, Gab Graham Kavanagh had gone, and I was left with an hole of, oh my God, who, who's going to get us through to, to the first mm. division? And up stepped James O'Connor. And he, he just literally that season guided us to promotion. Yeah. That's the thing, though, that's, that's a moment, isn't it, where a great moment for you personally oh, as my, a Stoke fan. It's my best moment, that was. Yeah. It's. it's it was a strange it's strange when we went up because I remember going and like we turned up and and I, I know it sounds stupid I, I always knew we were going when I think all the drama and all the effort we had to go through for get to the final um, oh yeah we're losing the first leg and everything yeah once we'd scored that equaliser I said to my dad 
we're going up now. The whole of Cardiff Stadium was stoked. There was 8,000 Brentford there on that final. Oh, I know, yeah. And it final. just tucked in behind the manager, just a little, <laughs> a little tiny bit, and the whole other end was all stoked, and you just thought, yeah, it's our turn. Well, so you, you could see, because the thing is, is that Cardiff were supposed to be the best side in the league that year, and we beat them uh, in the playoffs and knocked them out. And you could see, like, Graham Kavanagh's face of shock. What's, why, how's this happened to me now? I've just left this club and they're probably going to go up and I'm going to stay in this division another year. See, I like Tusey Tardis as well for a bit. John Eustace. John Eustace was a good player. Yeah. He was a good player, he was, when he came from Coventry because he was another one like Fuller where they said, oh, no, his legs, his legs are gone. No, I oh. thought he did all right. Well, he, he didn't have. He didn't have any problem with his legs. He was brilliant. He was brilliant for years. It's, it's yeah. Still. See, he'd probably be one of my picks when I think about it. Who John Eustace? Yeah. He was a good player, John Eustace was. He went down to Watford after us, didn't he? Why you go back down south? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know my next one. I can't I can't go back in time. It's got me re- recent, really, because he's one of the best midfielders that we've let go for note. It's Stephen and Zonzi. Oh, Stephen and Zonzi's my partner, James O'Connor. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. I've most. never seen anybody do 10 different jobs but see we've been on about this in previous about Joe Allen doing this that's what he but should he was be out of position yeah but the thing is with Nzonzi it was so much quicker well the, the thing is with so Steve Nzonzi he, he didn't need a position because he did it anyway it's like when you look at Joe Allen you think oh well he's running round Nzonzi never did that because he looked dead lazy if he used to sit there and watch Steve Nzonzi you're thinking move your lazy bugger then the next minute he's in 5 yards of space moving the ball up and getting Arnie away I remember him running back against United once, and the centre half should have been chasing. And Zonzi went past everybody, got the ball back, run back 20, yeah. 30 yards. He was true quality. He, he was so good on the ball as well. He was so. He's just. He, he just. He, every time he got the ball, he was always in space, which is the biggest skill of a midfielder can have. Iniesta said that it doesn't matter how good you are as a player, if you can't find a couple of yards space where no one's near you, You'll never have the time to do the magic things that you yeah. do with the ball if you're not good without it. Well, the thing is, when we got the tag of Stoke Cologne, a lot of people always bang on about um, the, the the front players, but it was you forgetting Zonzi was the one spreading well, the ball out everywhere. Well, it shows you that we were finishing ninth. We looked a good side. We were beating the top sides in England at the time. We beat all of them, I think that year or didn't lose lose to them all and uh, the year later we had the same forward line but we weren't doing anything near yeah. say, I know we finished ninth again but that year it was because of an horrendous Chelsea side but like I say Tudor and Zonzi's brilliance on the ball was just exceptional I mean his performance against Liverpool alone they literally were being ripped apart by him yeah he scored that cracking goal, he was moving the ball, he couldn't stop him. Gerard tried marking, he was just running past him like he was a sheep. Yeah. Everything was brilliant. And like I said, Kevin Jones looked good one here, if I remember right. A lot of people have a go at Kevin Jones, but I've never seen anyone as good as him in the air. I think it was easily he could be so lazy at times. He was lazy and he was got he was rubbish on the feet. With his foot feet he he missed so oh, many yeah. hitters. Yeah. But in the air he scored. If that ball went in the box and he hit him on the head, he had a good leap, didn't he? Oh he, he used to, he, he could head a ball, Kelvin yeah. Jones, when it was a strike. Yeah. He could head it in the box anywhere. Yeah. 
So yeah, the midfield. So I've I've gone with O'Connor with Nzonzi. My wingers really go about saying. Um, on the right side, I went with Peter Oostry, probably the most technically gifted player I've seen at Stoke. An incredible player, and it's a shame because we we never saw him fit. He was he was he was injury prone before he came to Stoke, and his career was like a torch paper. They said that this lad was the next Cruyff. Yeah. That was how talented he was when he was young, and we did see glimpses of it. There was there was this one time against Reading, and he, he scored Natchik, and he was unplayable that match. I can remember a ball came in and he didn't move his body at all and this ball cross came in and instead of just like passing it or moving to it or touching it, he just moved his, his foot to the left and, it just, his body and it just hit his foot and set, uh, I think it was um, Forderson or Marcus Hall, whoever it was, yeah. away on the left side like that. Without moving a muscle. Without moving a muscle, it just yeah. went like that. They confused all the defenders, they were thinking he should be in the World Cup. The ball went flying past and they were away. We went on, yeah. went on and created a chance. Just pure technique. Well, and I mean, he played in the Wilco testimonial. Yeah, he still looks great now. And, still and looks he looks super fit. I know, yeah. He's, well, he always looked daft for himself, which is why he had a long... Well, he didn't have a long career because he didn't play a lot of football. Well, he's been, I mean, he was playing in Gibraltar, when, I think, when Wilco's testimonial was on. Yeah. He, I was reading in the programme. I mean, when he retired at Stoke, I was devastated. I was when he retired. It was coming. We all knew it was coming because he, he couldn't finish seasons. He was his leg, his knee. He, he could only play when his knee was was okay. When he, he felt, oh, that's okay. Yeah. And like, what a player! Honest to God, I've never seen a player as good as Peter Hoopsky. Incredible player. Well, I'll I'll have a different one. Otherwise, we don't want both being the same, do we? And then. Well, I'll go with my other one first before we go into that. Go on then. Uh, final, final on left side. I can't remember who I picked now. Sobby. <laughs> Ramadan Sobby, <laughs> what a player. I think it was Everington. Can't I think was it? I think I'm it, sure he put Matty out. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I swear it was Matty Everington because. I think mine's changed every time I do it. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I, I need to get it down on paper. I have somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's recorded as well. I know it's recorded somewhere, so I've got to be careful. But the, the, I swear, it, I swear it was. Uh, I think he, I, I swear it was uh, Matty Everington. Yeah. Because he was such a gifted player. Again, not not gifted in in like pure quality, but he he, he ran down that line and put balls in. Got so many assists, scored goals all the time. Brilliant left winger. Yeah. And like I say, if it wasn't for him, we we would have gone down. First or second season would have gone down. Yeah. Would have been game over really. And like I say too, it's all about um, it's all about what's it called for me? It's all about consistency, and that's the big word that everybody forgets about in nowadays football. I know there's a lot of people who pick. Bojan, Shakiri, on out of it, but I'm sorry, yeah. they just weren't consistent enough for me to be deemed in those same brackets as your Everingtons, your Hoekstras, and your and your and Zonzies. Yeah, I think um, I think as well. I mean, obviously with Arnie, you knew for a fact on his day that he could tear anybody apart. Oh yeah, but, he could. But do, his yeah. attitude at times let him down and. And, and stuff like that and I, I don't know I just think 
maybe, especially the way he's left Stoke, a lot of people maybe will turn their nose up at what's it on Altovich. But you can't deny his ability. He, he was he was bags of ability. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 his work rate at times when he's trapped back. How many times you see him running running back when he lost the ball and stuff? Oh yeah, he worked hard. Oh yeah, um, he's such a good player. See, I'm gonna say this is a tough one left and right now. I'm gonna go a bit off field with me left. Just to see reaction. Oh, it's all, it's all right. I was right. It was Everington. Was it? I had like a little momentary <laughs> panic that it wasn't Everington. I can go a little bit off field because everyone picks on and everyone else. I'm going to go a little bit off field because it's somebody that I think if we could. If you're going to say Steve Guppy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly think if we could have kept him a little bit longer, he, he was he was decent. I'm going to say Asaidi. Who? Asaidi. Asaidi, greatest player of all time. <laughs> See, I mean, that's why I did it for your reaction. Don't start being like Tom Frower now, greatest ever midfielder, Janny and Bewley. Don't start being like that. You can't just pick an Asaidi because he scored a great goal against what Chelsea. Are? I should have got my fishing rod on. Well, he nearly did it with Jeff Lee on court. <laughs> I'll do right first. I'm not having the same as you, so I'll have uh, Lawrence. Yeah, that, Lawrence was very yeah. close to going in my team yeah. on the right side. Um, he was close. Yeah, the only we only let down with Lawrence says he he could have done with being a little a little bit quicker, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, I mean, his corners. He had great delivery from from dead ball. He got us up. He did. Yeah, he got us in the press. Dead ball. That's why he scored so many when we, the first season. Yeah. He, well, he, he was injured for most of the first season. Second season, if then. No, must he have was left then. Yeah, he was pretty much left then. Penalty to come in, anti. Second season. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he tripped over the dog. Yeah, he tripped over the dog first season. But <laughs> well, to be fair, he did come back and score that scream against Hull and got his first away win of the season, which, yeah. which sealed us staying up, really. Yeah, what a goal it was. What a goal it was, yeah. yeah. Like, but he, Liam Lawrence will, is similar to Wifkins. He'll always be remembered for me because that season we got promoted, he was absolutely brilliant. Joint top goal scorer with Foley. And I can remember, the biggest reason I can remember Lawrence and always will do was the match against, I think it was Scunthorpe, where we were 2-0 down at half-time. Isn't that funny how yours is Scunthorpe, man, isn't it? I, th- I don't know if it was Scunthorpe. Yeah, it was Scunthorpe, yeah, because that's where Martin Patterson was playing once at the time as well. And uh, he just turned the game on its head, Lawrence did. He just completely turned it on its head. He scored yeah. twice and created the other goal from a corner. See, man's not then. What a game that was. I remember running home with like that. We're going up. We're going up. See, isn't it funny how people always have a game that we think this is the... That's uh, Lawrence. If I think Lawrence, I straight away go to that Scunthorpe game. I think Coventry away. Coventry in League One, weren't they? No. We played Coventry and I think we were a goal down and then we followed, scored, made it 2-1. And, and we were, it was a, I'm sure it went into the second half before we got a goal. And Lawrence scored in about the 86th minute. And and then I sort of looked at it and went, that's fighting champions, that is. Like fighting for the title. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was, I've seen it before when you see teams fighting for the title and they're losing 1 0 and, and you're thinking, right, let's see what grit you've got. Yeah, but it's not, as good, as, it's not as good as coming back from 2 0, though. 
Oh my god, another goal. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> what a game we have. I think the, the final goal, the goal was like the 88th minute. We were all like running around. We were going to, you know, he played against Coventry and one goal down. Pathetic. Oh, pathetic. <laughs> a bloody terrible scumful. <laughs> yeah, you always remember things, don't you? You always remember little. Just little moments where. Little you moments. Think, yeah, th- this this could be. This could be all year. And it's it's like Fuller for me. Whenever I think Fuller, I think that goal against West Ham. Yeah. Where he went round one, two, and then just completely left James O'Connor on his arse and put it in the top corner. That that's that'll go down for me. The commentary on it was amazing as well. At the he's top. got he's, well, up now. <laughs> he's getting one way. He's getting another. What a sensational goal! He's sort of like like a like a tear of joy, like creeping out sort of thing. Yeah, it's he, he still didn't even win goal of the month. I think it was like a tapping from gigs that got. Yeah, him. but how many times have we been screwed on that? Oh, when Crab scored against City. Oh, anyway, when Papi Cisse. <laughs> Papi Cisse scores at Chelsea in a hurricane. Ball spins that far. <laughs> goal of the month, that is. There's no technique in that. No, no, one goal of the year. Crouch, yeah. Crouch won goal of the it. month and then Cisse won goal of the year yeah. for that. When yeah. the wind put it in the net. Yeah. 100 mile an hour winds outside. Bridge. <laughs> I yeah. mean, come on. When will he ever see another goal like that? That crouches one, Jesus. Well, not his. What C says? No, because there's no ability. Yeah, can't now you, now you're giving too much favour to, to C say now. No, they mean no favours, <laughs> none whatsoever. Yeah, so that's just midfield done. So forwards, I think, go without saying, aren't they? Best two I've seen in Stoke Queer. Definitely Vincent Pericard and Sammy Bangor. Vincent <laughs> <laughs> <Jackson> and Creswell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Mark Steen and Sharon. Sharon was, was just, if he wasn't fair, like I, I thought that goal scorers. Isn't the two similar? No, Sharon was, was a. Was yeah, a, I, like, I like one, but I, I always think. Because Steen's quite, a, I know Sam Daft is quite a small player. Yeah, but you're going to play Steen, you can do with the target man with him. Yeah, but Shannon was big. He wasn't. Mm. He wasn't a small man. He, and he, he wasn't, wasn't a massive. Though, yeah, was but he, he? he wanted. He wanted quick. He was. He was just a lethal finishing. He was just always in the right place. See, no one's. No one's mentioned what's this either. Uh, Sturridge. I did. I mentioned Simon Sturridge, yeah, because it was the original SAS, wasn't it? Not to that. Well, that's all. I was going into that later on. But yeah, the original SAS. Yeah. Sturridge and Sharon had a complete partnership because he, Sturridge knew exactly where Sharon was every time and picked him out every time. So we've both gone old there really, haven't we? Oh, well, I mean, if it wasn't for Sharon, I don't think I would have been a Stoke fan as big as I am now. He was the reason I used to go and, and love going to watch Stoke. Yeah. I mean, after Sharon, it completely fell away. We became an awfully run club under Coates family. Well, Peter Coates then. Who well, I know mean, that was from the Icelanders, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. but under the coach family, we were selling players for big money and spending nothing to bring players yeah, in. Yeah. It's basically happened again. Yeah, it's, 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 it's now good. what's happening now with the club happened in the nineties. Just going full circle. I mean, we just sold Sharon for two and a half million and, and replaced him with a free transfer, from what I remember. Lou McCarry walked because of it yeah. to, to the Huddersfield job, and yeah, it's, it is. See, would you have as your modern day? What, if I had to pick in the last 10 years? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Fuller instantly would be on there. Um, and then BT, probably. See, I'll, you know why I love Fuller. But the problem is, 70 minutes, it's home time, isn't it? He was, never, he, was never, he was never consistent and he didn't like the winter. Because like that season... Well, that season we got promoted, he didn't score second half of the season. 
I think he scored two goals in the second half, yeah. which, but it's why I couldn't pick Fuller over Steen or Sharon because they were goal scorers, yeah, they proper, were goal scorers lethal yeah. goal scorers, yeah. which I've never seen since. No. I've never seen a striker as good as him. But every, there's another one in between that everybody forgets about. Pesky Salido. Yeah. What a good finisher he was. Yeah. Remember that goal against Chelsea where he left Dubri, eh, not Dubri, Frank Sinclair on his backside? Yeah. So, well, most people have Frank Sinclair on his backside. <laughs> he likes scoring so. an own goal. He loved an own goal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then again, Dubri scored a few for Chelsea, didn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, they loved an own goal, Chelsea. But yeah, I mean, if you think about it, you go back to... There's been nobody really, has there? Not prolific. No, not, there's been nobody not prolific. prolific. We've had... We've had bits and bobs, yeah. like Beattie scored a load in that half a season, then disappeared the year after. Fully, never really had... He did brilliantly for years, fully. He scored these magical goals, he'd have these good runs, but then he'd die off. Well, that's the thing, it's, you can't you can't have a season where you go, well, how did Fuller get on? Oh, I can remember that goal he scored at all. <laughs> What did he do after? Well, he did nothing for well, 17 games. He created a chance. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I mean, what I mean. I know it sounds... Juif scored a lot of goals one season, didn't he? Yeah, Juif did, yeah, and then disappeared completely after that. Yeah. Uh, I think he did. Um, I think he scored goals. Fawn. Fawn had, had good goal ratio, yeah. but if you put Mark Sherrin's and State Steen's compared to Fawn's, Fawn did four years. They only did, like, one, two seasons, and they were near enough level. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of them where, like I say, Fawn, Fawn was one of those players where he was a confidence player for and he'd go through a run where he'd score eight goals in, in nine games or something, but then he'd go six yeah. games without a goal. And it, and it affects, that's why we didn't get, get automatic promotion in them years. Those three years within the second division, we never got automatic promotion because Fawn was never lethal enough. He, he went through too many stints. Yeah. So he, was, he always looked like he had a good record for him. But he scored loads of hat-tricks, he scored like four goals in games every now and again and then he wouldn't score for a month yeah. and then we, we'd drop points because he wasn't scoring. Yeah. So it's like, like I say to you, I mean, there's plenty of strikers I could pick, I mean, Sidibe I always loved, I always loved Sidibe, Sidibe couldn't, couldn't hit a barn door with a machine gun, <laughs> but I mean his hold-up play was out of this world, such a good hold-up player, he could get that ball, edit on and he'd get fuller away, Ed that ball on. Creswell's away or Lawrence's yeah. away so you know Sidibe would always go down as a bit of a fan favourite for me uh, I mean, I, like, I, mean I, I still like I mean Keane was alright wasn't he there's a, there's a few oh, Kevin Keane yeah. yeah Kevin Keane was a good Wheeling, player Wheeling Delap there's one yeah, or two Delap yeah Delap never rated as a player though well, he had his two left feet. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he was, he was, his throw-ins were out of this world and he, he, he really helped keep us up that, that year and all that kind of stuff. And, but I never rated him as a player. He was, he, he, I didn't think he was good on the ball. He, no. He, he wasn't a good runner. But at the same time, he was, he, he was good for other things and that's why I'll never outclass ones to the other. But when I think back to like great players, like James O'Connor will come in because yeah. I thought he was incredible for a season where if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have done anything. And no. for me, you've got to achieve something to get in my team. Yeah. It's not It's not that, oh, I'll put you in because, it, oh, remember that skill he had? Yeah, but yeah, did he achieve yeah. anything? Yeah. And it's like Everton, he achieved things. We we got to the, we, 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 we kept, stuff, yeah. we stayed up. He was a massive part on us getting promoted to the, not promoted, getting into the FA Cup final. He played a lot of games in the Europa League and helped us past the group stage. He achieved things. Yeah. I mean, Pennant. 
was another good player. For two seasons, Jermaine Pennant was brilliant for Stoke. I mean, there's one player we missed off. I'm not saying he was great, but he always did a job when you put him in, because he'd play across the back four, as Eggenbaum. Eggenbaum was a good player, yeah. yeah. I mean, that what? free... Talk, talking about memories, the free kick against West Ham. Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. In the quarter-final. Absolutely amazing free kick as well. He, he put it right under the keeper, he, yeah. under the wall and everything. He was, he was, good. was it a Sunday, that game? Uh, I can't remember now. No, I think it was a Saturday once. It was early kickoff, I think. It was a different kickoff time. Yeah, it was a different kickoff time. Um, but Everington, uh, not Everington, Danny Higginbottom, I remember more for his first stint before he went to Sunderland. Yeah. Because that's when he was brilliant. I thought, I thought he was a really good defender then. Yeah, he's, he, he was, his legs were a bit what's it, weren't they, when he came back to Stoke. But, um, like I say, he had magical moments, didn't he? That's what I mean. So I think it is about moments. I mean, if we, if we're going to be honest now, what does Shakiri achieve at Stoke? Is there any moment you can remember about Shakiri? Just that goal against Everton. Yeah. And that but he wasn't just him in that game, was he? Only had a great game as well, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. And plus, he was. That the worst thing is that's that's got to be the last time we actually played that. Sort of. It's last time we played well. Really, it is really, isn't it? If you get that, really well. it, that season was probably the last time we actually had a good together side. Yeah. Since then, it's literally fell apart. Even Hossley was scoring goals. <laughs> well, yeah, now and again. I'm amazed we got his money back for him. You can't even get in the Alabas team now. So it shows you how poor, how poor our transfer policy is. Yeah. But we're not getting into that because we know we're starting No chance for policies. We're not going to go into that because I know everyone's. Keep your hand down. <laughs> right, so we've gone through a side. Uh, if we're going to put something up on the on the Potter's page so you can get involved as well. If you want to put your team in, <coughs> right underneath what team you want to put in, who's your best heavy. You can disagree with us. You can put Asiedi in if you want. If you want to put Neville Southall in goal, you can. I'll judge you, but, yeah, but, but you can. Uh, yeah, so we'll move on to... Might want James McLean. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll go to the next part of the pod, which is... Right, so as new weekly feature that we've been doing for now for two weeks, we're going to find out what how Chloe Jones's arm has been going on. Well, they lost, um, but I'm the one who's... Uh, should uh, apologise because they said that he played on a different day. Well, there's been a couple of Michael Owen awards been passed out this week. You've got one now, haven't you? Yeah, I think uh, I'm this week's uh, Michael Owen winner. So um, we've been a bit dumb. So before we go any further, I'm going to say that we have now got a, a Michael Owen award that gets passed out on, on Facebook if you. If you say something daft, like I put a I put a joke up today saying that we can't lose this week, and good old Connor Foster came straight in and goes, "We aren't playing this week." <laughs> so he's secondary, Michael Owen of the Michael Owen Award winner. So that's a new feature we're going to put on the Facebook. Most of you on there must have heard Michael Owen's commentary before. Oh, so oh, I know yeah. what it means. Oh, I know. Yeah, if it, if it hits the post, it's not a goal. <laughs> <laughs> they don't win today. They won't win tomorrow. <laughs> Well, obviously. <laughs> if they don't score, they won't win. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute gold, that one. Absolutely brilliant. That's why we decided to make our 
silly award, basically the Michael Owen award. Well, I think we'll be winning a few of them because we slipped. I think I've, I think I've done a few, especially last week. I have to apologise for saying the c word as well, which I didn't notice on three times of listening back. Well, you did get a little bit excited. Well, it's you? Chris Commons, he is it. Put it that way. Yeah. So how did they go on? What was the score? Well, Chloe they Jim? lost two 0 but they hadn't lost in sort of six games before then. So I suppose. Has to end at some point, doesn't it? So probably, probably Nathan Jones was a, uh, maybe they swapped. Probably swapped Nathan, managed him for a week. What was the score then? Lost two nil. Lost two nil. Yeah. Two. The baggies of all people oh, as not well. Not the baggies. Not so, the baggies. Um, it's probably us again. It's probably us jinxed him by starting to talk about them last week. He only won six two. Yeah. So I mean, in fairness to the ladies, a lot of it. Stoke especially need to sort this website out a little bit. Well, no, you're back. The thing is, they quick enough sit there and say, right, well, we won't get more people involved in women's football. But, I mean, it's like here now, this is on the FA's page, and they've, they've obviously put the lineups for both teams, and then they've put the second goal came on the 90th minute. All right, fair enough. The first goal... Who knows when that came? No time, but no time, mate. <laughs> it's gone. like as if it's just one of them where you'd see, Tony, just just write that down for the ladies' football, will you? Oh, just before you go, you know, do a bit, you know. Yeah, and you just think, well, if you want it, whoever's doing it, it should be running exactly the same as the men's game. Yeah, the fixtures yeah. should be easy to access, which they aren't. Yeah, they should be making a bit more. I mean, yeah, we need make more effort. I mean, we need more effort. I mean, it's a bad result this weekend. We'll give you that uh, against West Brom. But they've played well before, so we can't have a go. It's just one of them games where they've not won. So it works. It's like this appearances for both clubs. They've just put every single player on who played, plus the substitutes, and put the appearances what? Well, obviously, they turned up for the game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're just thinking, well, they're, well, they're on the pitch, which is an appearance. Thanks so for that stat. Oh, cheers, we know that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Another Michael Owen Award goes to the yeah, FA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get shirts done, I think, with I'm a Michael Owen Award winner. <laughs> <laughs> with the picture I've done, which if you haven't seen, you'll see if you're on our pages, especially this group page, the Potters. So who have the Potterettes got next? We've got two away games now. Right, here we go. We've got Huddersfield Town and Loughborough Foxes. Never heard of the second one, but the first one. Well, Stoke still think they haven't played West Brom. So. Well, still, still, no, still, still the match there. behind on the yeah, on the yeah. Potters page. Yeah, great admin from Stoke again. So yeah, and they need to get them like us uh, up to speed and bang on. That's what they need to do. To be fair, if they played, what, when did they play now? The fifth. What's the date today? About the eighth. Seventh today, isn't it? Yeah. Seventh. Yeah, seventh today. Yeah. And no one's even thought about just nipping on. Yeah, well, that's Stoke. That's a Stoke. Two nil. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Such an odd job. Yeah, you slightly don't respect women's football. Yeah, it's the Stoke on me. What are you on today? Uh, well, Stoke played four days ago. I've, I've put just, the results in. I've, I've made a mistake, boss. I've just put Chris Commons' his birthday on. I've got a abused by <laughs> <laughs> Someone's posted me a Michael Owen award. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like I say, two away trips and then Hall of Tome on the 22nd. Ah, so they're busy. Like I say, if you want to get down, if you, it's a bit of a trek, but if you, if you want to get down, 
to put the ladies on, or as I call them, the Potterettes. Get back on track, really. Which does sound like a disease, doesn't it, Potterettes? Potterettes? <laughs> well, does it? I don't know. Potterettes? <laughs> yeah. I, know, I thought it sounded like a spice. Think of Potterettes. I know, you just made it sound Spanish now. Yeah, I know, it's Italian. <laughs> So that's it then, another exciting pod. We've gone through each other's teams, hopefully cheered everyone up that there is good times at Stoke. Well, most weeks we've been quite uh, negative, haven't we? But this week we've no, we tried to be positive and talk about good things in the past and, you know, good players, good team, or all-time 11s. What the listeners didn't see, though, was when Barton has first mentioned something negative. Oh, I know, yeah, I've been, I've been really tempted, especially after what Andrew Smith said, which was deserved to be oh, said. Oh, Verlinden as well, but... I but I think that was... After, yeah, Verlinden, yeah, as well, but we're not I really... think most fans know that... Yeah, we, we, we all know it's horrendous. But, yeah, uh, if you want to... Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, tell your friends about it. Let's get it circulated round. Um, if you want to get involved, like I say, put your old-time team up. Make sure you get on... The Potters on Facebook group pages. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Don't really go on Twitter that much. I, I do need to make more effort with that. We hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. All the best.